What was that? Did you ever play in that backyard as a kid? Did I ever play in the backyard? My yeah. backyard? Yeah, all the time. Like, what'd you play? Like, I used you to... My, my brother, uh, when I was really young, he created this thing called Kids Incorporated. And it was Ooh. this world where... You ever seen the movie Cats and Dogs? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it was that, but we were kids. And oh, so we sick. had this whole underground world that we created called the... Na- he just took me outside one day and he said, this is the nature room. And I was like, what is that? And he goes, well, it's this big room we built, this big giant like open world we built underneath everything on the world. And the sky was screens that presented sky. Oh and like it was this whole world that a bunch of kids made and we had like there was a bad guy tried to kill us and he tried to kill you it was so we played this 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 pretend and it was ongoing and we Mm -hmm. did it for like i don't know how long it was like years Years. it felt like and like everywhere we went we were like were you still in the nature world we were still in the nature world we built we we drew maps of like the underground world it was crazy (laughs) dude where's you like codenamed kids next door yeah I was a huge fan of that show. Yeah. We should probably get started. I'm just going off here. Connor? Yes. Welcome to the newest episode of the Invested Podcast. It's the show where we discuss the top 10 ways you can use Jello to get out of boring conversations at family parties. Just grab a handful and start panicking put it my favorite one is when you take it in your hand and you mush it in their ears so it makes that sound you know and then they just kind of back off they kind of like it's almost like aluminum foil on the teeth like oh i've never heard that before oh yeah have you not done that no why would anybody chew aluminum foil well because there's some people who really like to experience pain and they have would have fillings on their teeth and if you chew aluminum foil with the fillings in your teeth it's like one of the sharpest pains people like to experience pain yeah yeah isn't that crazy (laughs) okay that's a weird thing about the human body do you ever have like i don't know a cut or like a a pimple Mm -hmm. or a bruise and like you could just not touch it but you touch it it. to see if it hurts especially if you have like a canker in your mouth canker sore "Mm." you play with it as much as it hurts yeah it's super weird. I, I think Isn't that it's strange. What is it about humans that we like want to feel our own pain? Is it is it to be like, okay, is it to be like I feel pain? Like, oh yeah, I feel that pain. Yeah, there's a weird fascination with it because you. I think it's you want to fix it, and you think if I if I you know finagle around, if I kind of jingle my keys at it for a little bit, I will be I will have fixed it. I will fix the problem. So if I if I if I tongue this canker sore. That's just going to, that's going to heal right, right. away. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Um, and I think it's like us ha- tackling our own mortality. Yeah. Cause like, if you see like, you've like a cut, you're like, ah, <laughs> oh God. Well, pain is a way of, of the human body being like, everything's working. Everything's working. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, my name is Terry with me. Of course, my good friend, Connor. Hey, got to forget to say who I am. Otherwise, it's anybody up here doing this. You could be anybody. You could be anybody you want to be. You could I could be, be James Spader. You could be James Spader. I'm a robot in this movie. I'm going to show you something beautiful. <laughs> Everyone is screaming for mercy. That's such a great Thank you. ultra. It's really good. It's really easy to do James Spader. It's all in the motions. The motions. The motions. <laughs> yeah. Moving your 
pace around like that. Damn, that's, um, that's nice. I have a little bit of uh, just tiny bits of news if you want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, if you want to indulge me on this one. The news. Uh, this actually, I think this was a today thing. Uh, Tom Holland has leaked the name of the new second Spider-Man movie. Oh, no. So if you don't want to know it, don't listen. But if you do, who cares? It's just yeah, called Bob. Spider-Man Far From Home is what it's called. <laughs> I'm down with it. Yeah. Um, although it's, it's yeah, it's fine. It's cool. I, I, I think I like it. Far From Home is... Far From Home. It's weird. It's I only, I don't mind home. the name, but I find it weird that the first one was called Homecoming. Right, and the new one's like, all right, nope. see you later. And now we're going. Now we're Far not. Now home. we're not coming home. We're going they could have just else. called it Spider-Man Far, Far Away. Or well, would yeah. that be Star Wars? Can you say Far, Far Away and not be Star Wars? Yeah. Well, Far, Far Away, or just Far Away, or Far, Far, Far Away. I far, don't know. Far, the two far. Fars. Far, Maybe far. not. It, oh, is Star Wars Far, Far, Far Away? No, it's only two. It's only two. All right, Far, Far, Far. Away. Is it two? And I think it's only one. We the just think it's far, two. far away. Well, far, far away. Oh no, it is yeah. two far. It's one long. Yeah. Some people say long, long time ago, but it's oh. not. It's a long time ago. Weird Al does that. Far, far he yeah. does do that, but I think he does that for lyrical. Does Weird purposes. Al like Phantom Menace? And that's why no, I don't he... think so. I just okay. think he wrote all that stuff when it was popular. Right, right. Oh, right. It just so came just, out. Yeah. When he did that, yeah. Because I couldn't tell it because it was like, because I feel like that song kind of tied in with the products at the time, sort of. Like, it was one of those things that's like, if you like Phantom Menace, you'll also like. But I also feel like he's making fun of it. I couldn't yeah, tell. Yeah, I mean, he makes fun of everything. I he remember makes, I liked makes Phantom song Menace of, when it came out. Oh, everybody did. It's the Phantom Menace effect. Yeah. Is that a real thing? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I didn't know about that. Yeah, the Phantom Menace effect is the thing when you go see a movie that you're super hyped about, and you you were so hyped about it, and you just refuse, you're just blinded by the hype. That was good. <laughs> and you just you leave thinking it was amazing, and then over time you start to get really depressed like, about I don't it. No. Like that happened to me with a couple Marvel movies, but not like mm. in the sense where I think they're bad movies. I just don't think they're as good as they Ooh, were which when ones? I saw them. Like the second Thor movie, I really enjoyed in theaters. I had a oh, lot the of Dark fun. World, Dark World. I had a lot of fun with it. The Dark Word. Um, but it wasn't as good. Then yeah. I look back. Iron Man 3. I love Iron Man 3 because I just love Tony Stark. But I admit, I, d- I had so much more fun in the theater and leaving after seeing it again. I'm like, eh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's the director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I know. Which I should, love that he movie. He should have done more with Iron I feel like, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I, yeah I was, I'm like, I like Iron Man 3. I think and he did the Nice Guys too? Yeah, I love I don't understand nice why Iron Man 3, what happened with it. It, it probably had to do it. You juggling... <laughs> juggle in there uh, it probably had to do with uh, studio interference he probably wanted to do one mm-hmm. thing they wanted to do another um, crap I wrote something on here mm-hmm. but it auto-corrected oh TMNT it auto-corrected as Tent Tent TMNT is getting another reboot movie the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. oh. or as I wrote it down here Tent is getting another Tent Teenage Entertainment <laughs> is the do we know who's doing it no i looked i looked it up and it doesn't say it's still sony technically but it doesn't they're just doing another those movies weren't good it's as long as it's not it's rough. what's his name what's his name the bay michael Man. bay he didn't direct those he just produced them yeah he just produced them it was somebody but else it was dave the, green I think. It, it was in the vein of of it was in the bayverse yeah it's just no nothing fun bayverse nothing fun. so i hope they do it right i hope they make them look good Oh, yeah, everybody's talking about the face. Yeah, but I also don't care. He had no face. You know, I just don't care about any of this. Is is it... Is, are ninjas... 
Is that a weird thing to be like ninjas? I feel like culturally that time has passed. It's a very yeah. 90s thing. Yeah, it's early a very 90s early 2000s. Thing. So yeah. Ninjas cuz now people are like, well, you know, that's okay. Yeah, ninjas. <laughs> they were I think that's what ruined the second season of Daredevil for me. It was too many ninjas. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And not enough character. Not enough Punisher. Yeah, not enough Punisher. Not enough too many ninjas. Too many ninjas. Okay. Well, I remember ninjas the ninjas get boring. All yeah, they do is flip. Because they're too emotionless. Like uh, ninjas have to be cool and used sparingly, and then they're like, "Ooh, this is intense. This is awesome." They just keep using this Ryuichi is all about Cooper. Ryuichi Cooper. Yeah, you know what's up. I know what's up. The ninja spire jump. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> Whoop. Um, so uh, Ewan McGregor. Uh, this rumor. This is just a rumor that Ewan McGregor uh, might be returning as Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Wars Episode Nine. Train spotting, yeah. No, Star Wars Episode Nine. He's gonna come back in train spotting. He's gonna come back in Star Wars Episode. Nine. This <laughs> is just a rumor. I don't know what. He's what gonna be th- like, all all the Republic ever says: become a Jedi, get a lightsaber, train a Padawan. Man, have you ever seen train spotting? No. Oh, there's the opening monologue where he's like, get a job, you know, stuff like that. So that's a funnier joke to people who've seen. <laughs> just seen train spotting, not to me though. <laughs> I just thought you were doing a weird impression of someone. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Hugh McGregor. Does not at all. sound like Hugh. <laughs> I, I, it sounds somewhat like him in Train Spotting a little. Does he sound like that? A little, <laughs> not, not that much. All right, um, but anyway. At any rate, episode nine. Episode nine. Oh, yeah. oh, whoa, 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 whoa! He is in episode nine. Is there a? Did you not hear anything I said? Well, I heard Obi Wan Kenobi, and then I was like, oh, I got a great Train Spotting. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me repeat myself. <laughs> there is a rumor going around. And it's just a rumor. I just don't think rumor. there's anything meat behind it or whatever that thing is. Ewan McGregor might be returning as Obi-Wan Kenobi for episode nine. Wow. All right. That's more interesting than him coming back as for prequel. Yeah. For his own prequel yeah. movie. This is just a rumor. Yeah. So I can't confirm nor deny it. I just saw it on the internet. You know, Although that would be weird because Alec Guinness is supposed to be dead and... The ghost. I mean, I guess they could do like Force Ghosts video time travel type chat video chat it this is a video i recorded before i died here take a look yeah i don't know what that what that would be about your time traveling take a look (laughs) does time travel exist in the star wars universe um i think it does only because of a star wars rebels episode oh which i don't watch was that the cgi frog funked up like uh (laughs) You know what I mean? Do you know what Star Wars Rebels is? Yeah, it's the... It's, it's a TV show. It's a yeah. stupid cartoon with the bad graphics. It's like 3D, right? Yeah, the 3D yeah. animation one. It's like Rebel... It's like... Uh, it's Jimmy Neutron. Cl- it's Clone Wars, but worse. Ooh. The animation is so bad in Rebels. And that's part of the reason why I don't watch it. Um, yeah, it's... There was... I guess there was an episode where they time-traveled uh, or by accident. Mm-hmm. And he saw, like, the past the present and the future Ooh. and everyone's like this changes the game for star wars except it doesn't because who cares about star wars rebels right <laughs> so all the star wars rebels fans out there did you see solo i didn't see solo yet yeah i've been sleeping on solo yeah i know you haven't even seen rogue one well that leads us into this next little bit of news. I, the problem is that i don't I just don't feel the like the I don't view them as real Star Wars movies. Yeah, well, they're and they're they're fun. Part of the package. I feel like Solo seems better than Rogue One. No, I it's don't. oh, it's not. No, interesting. 
Interesting. I mean, my personal opinion. Um, but because of the bad, which I didn't, all right, I didn't think Solo was terrible, but because of the bad reputation and reviews, and I think people just boycotting it because it was a movie they didn't want. Uh, Lucasfilms is pulling back on their uh, on their Star Wars stories. Boba Fett. I, yeah, that's still in the. It's still up in the air. I'm. We'll probably get the Obi Wan one, but they had a bunch in the works, and they're probably going to hold back and hold off on. Well, them. the the reason people want the new Star Wars, like what would make a Star Wars story good, is if it was just a different character. Like if you're like. Uh, yeah, stop giving us ooh, Baba Ganoush. Stop <laughs> giving us characters we already know. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I want to see the Obi Wan movie. R- yeah, kinda, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I do. If it's Mew McGregor, that'd be cool to see him return as a slightly older. I just want to see Treasure Planet. <laughs> Make Treasure Planet Star Wars. Treasure Planet Star Wars movie or the Treasure Planet live action remake. Treasure Planet live action remake Star Wars movie. Just do Treasure. We were talking about Tim Burton last time. I just yes. want to interrupt you really rudely. We did. We were talking about Tim Burton. We was talking about how much I don't like him, and he's never made a good mm-hmm. movie. I just realized and remembered so I saw him that he remade, did the remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which is an unforgivable movie, mm-hmm. and so I hate him even more than I already. Oh, you have. mentioned that? Yeah, I did, did mention yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You're like, you're like, oh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I, I didn't know if I mentioned that one. Yeah. Okay, it's awful. It's so bad. They, there's no songs in the movie. Like, the, all the songs are just replaced with him just being weird for a second. Oh, God. I've never seen it, and I don't want to see it. But I watched the so CinemaSins on it, and I was like, God, I couldn't even watch that. Even though it was saying everything <laughs> wrong with it, I was like, this is, you're not saying enough. I, if I did that video, I would have done taken a sin off every minute. Just Cinnamon. because. Like, it just would have kept going. I wouldn't Cinnamon. have to say anything. Cinnamon. Cinnamon sentimental. Sentimental cinnamon. Cinnamon it. Do you like the Jared look letter Jared Jared Leto Joker? Not really. Yeah, I me think neither. It's... Well, do you want to see a movie starring Jared Leto as the Joker in his Jared Leto Joker solo movie? Yeah, of course I do. That's gonna apparently happen. Of course I do. Who's directing it? I don't know. No one yet. No one. <laughs> no one would take the Warner job. Warner Brothers just announces these things and never actually does it. I want to watch it the like the way I want to watch. Uh, like a really embarrassing home video, like like oh my god, this video I had when I was a kid that just is so embarrassing. I want to watch it. I want to put it on a fucking huge screen for everybody. We're gonna have a viewing party of this really embarrassing video I made when I was a kid. Do you? Yeah. Like, I like watching home videos. I I do sometimes, but mine were like super cringe, mm. super cringe. Just they're like, all super cringe. Yeah, that's how it works. Super nerdy. Yeah, like really, like Star Wars kid level. Not not and not as entertaining as Star Wars kid boring just me being like right it was, it was essentially my audition tape for so i guess <laughs> for the villains the i like all the story is you don't want to see a jared leto joker movie i don't want to see but i want to see like my morbid sensibility is like yeah. yes. i really want them to make it so i can see how bad yeah. it is because that joker is so awful and i want to see more it's yep. so bad i agree <laughs> it's <laughs> remember when he was talking about uh grape soda Bear on a bearskin rug. Grape soda on a bear. That's the only good line of that movie, though. I just I couldn't get that image out of my head. <laughs> so, and then he's in the club. He's like, oh my god. He does that weird thing with his hand over his <gasps> mouth, and then he stops. Like he does. It's not good. Oh yeah. god, Connor, I hate that movie. Okay, um, I got no more news. You have any news? Uh, I don't have any news per se, but I just real quick about the Jared Leto thing. Go ahead. I think Jared Leto and Jesse Eisenberg are the, have the same problem where they hate 
the character they're playing, so they play it super like uncomfortable and like making making lower percentage choices, as we would say. Because yeah, okay. I feel like the, I feel like those are two guys who are like they don't care about the source material, and they're just like this is weird. These characters are weird, so I'm just so gonna they just do commit weird. in a weird way. Yeah, and yeah. it's like that's you're missing the point of how fun it can be to play these characters because they just don't care. But to be fair, both the directors they had were like, I don't think they particularly cared about the material either. So it's oh my god. Oh, all right. I was about to say it's the same guy. It's not the same guy. It's not the same guy, which is even sadder that it's not the same guy. If it, it was, it feels like the same guy. Oh, I know. Oh man, that movie was so disappointing. It could have been so much better. Yeah, I wonder what Matt Reeves is gonna do. I wonder if Matt Reeves is just like they're like, do you want to use Jared Leto? And he's like, you know, I don't know. Oh, you should kill him off instantly. How funny <laughs> would that first be? Scene. <laughs> Batman kills people now. <laughs> That would be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how I big I can make my eyes. Yeah. You're just lifting your eyebrows. Your eyes haven't gotten any bigger. Yeah. Nope. Is that big? Nope. Still the same. They're not the same? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you have to say yeah, though, when you do it? It, it gives me the energy to lift my face. Yeah. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Close your eyes a little. The bank. The bank. Um... <laughs> So, I don't have any trailers to talk about, but did you see the Creed 2 trailer? The who? Creed 2. No, there's a Creed 2 trailer. I guess. I haven't watched it. Oh, my God. I will talk about it next time. Right. Because I haven't even watched Creed, so. Oh, that's true. I got no reason. Creed's really good. I know it is. You've been telling me that. But I don't want to watch it. I don't know. Actually, I do want to watch it. It's good. I just haven't yet. It's Um, It's the only Rocky movie that I like. I don't even know if I've ever seen a Rocky movie. I I probably have, but I just don't know. Adrian, that's my that's my impression of uh, what's his name? Rocky Balboa. I say Lou Reed. Yeah, <laughs> Lou Reed. Stallone. What's a what's a nickname for Sylvester? Stallone. Oh, Sly. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's my nick. My impression of Sly. <laughs> that's what everybody calls him. They're like, well, Sly came to talk to me. I was like, oh, why is Sly? Is it Sylvester Cooper? Ooh, Sylvester Cooper. That would be awesome. Yeah, you know what it is. I feel you, dude. That's you know funny. what's up? Connor, we should talk about stuff. What do you want? What? <laughs> no, I just want to talk about Sly Cooper again. <laughs> we already had that conversation. Yeah, that conversation. We're move on. I love it so much. Mm. I think it's so good. I just love it. Real quick, brief aside. And here we go. I love it because it's a fucking, it's a children's, animal, goofy, silly, kids game story. Aesop fable. I'm an animal. I'm silly. I'm cute. And it's telling a mature, adult, awesome genre story. Yeah. It's like goddamn. This is what beautiful. a thing, man. It's freaking awesome, man. Fantastic. It's like it's like it's like what if Disney was done by somebody else. You know what I mean? It's like alternate universe Disney, but even more adult. Yeah. It's pretty freaking awesome. I heard something about Disney recently, and I can't remember what it was. Zootopia? Zootopia is uh, trying to... Splash Mountain? No. Zootopia is Splash Mountain. Why? Because it's a fox and a rabbit having (laughs) adventures. I know what Zootopia is. What? I know what Zootopia is. 
Oh, you don't know what Splash Mountain is because you haven't know. gone to Disney. Well, we're going to go back into this. Yeah, we talked about this last time. I know what Splash Mountain is. I just don't understand why they, how they, I don't want to get into this. <laughs> Connor, give me a topic. Oh, yeah. Let's we were going to talk about uh, our problems with the theater. Real talk. Theater. Theater. Okay, so I am a theater kid, but only a in a kid. way that I'm a tech theater person. I'm a techie, actually. But I you, you, well, you also like theater, too. Like, you're a fan. You like a good story. Yeah. You no. like good acting. Yeah. So, it's, so what, what about theater rubs you the wrong way? I wrong, want rubs to, me the wrong wanna, way? Yeah, I want us to compare notes. Okay, I think it's the mentality of some of the theater. Mm. of Theater. I don't want to insult anyone, but I've, al- I've always said that... Just let loose. Who cares? T- They're all dead. As t- They're all dead. <laughs> Isn't that weird to think about? Like, everybody... Isn't, that's an old song from the uh, that band, Flaming Lips. Like, everybody you know someday will die. It's a really happy song, actually. Because it it's like, it's like you, should, you should be happy like, with the people in your life because everybody's going to die someday. Sounds like a joy. It's a joy. Okay, well, as a techie, which is someone who does technical mm-hmm. theater... Were people mean to you? Actors, actors, when they're in actor mode, are the worst when the, ooh, when they're in actor mode in the world. What did that mean? Okay, so <laughs> they forget that they're human beings, and they mm-hmm. forget that they're interacting with human beings, and it all becomes about them in that moment because they're in actor mode. They forget things. Like Because right. cost- they're trying to be method. I, I, I did costuming for a semester because I had to. Mm-hmm. For my for my major, and I had actors putting on shoes on the wrong feet. Mm-hmm. What? I had an actor who had to. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, I feel his, like these people just lack basic. Like he like, had dress pants on, and he tucked his dress pants into his socks. <laughs> and I had to run and untuck them before he walked on stage because no, when no, they're no. in when they're in actor mode, I need for my character. <laughs> when they're in actor mode, they are just robots. It's all about the line. They mm. go, "Where are we?" And I go, "I don't know." Oh, this isn't my job. You know, they come up to and they go, you know, where's my prop for this? And I'm like, that's not my job. Or they'll be like, you know, what time is it? You know, where's my script? What's it's like, that's not I'm just here doing my job. You do yours. And I'm not saying they're all like that, but I've been in theater for a long time. And yeah, that's you keep running into that that happens. That's so interesting. Wow. Why does that happen? Wow. 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 What? And they're not like that the whole time. No, only, no, no, no. Just, only on Showtime. And yeah, just Showtime. I'm That's really funny. good friends with a lot of actors. Well, because Showtime's when you're supposed to be like, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go. You know what I mean? Like, Energy. I'm good friends with a lot of actors. Some of the, like, they're great people. I'm not right. saying they're not. But when they're in actor mode, they're unbearable. Watch out. Ugh. Better not step on my the toes. greatest enemy is an actor. Really? Mm-hmm. Holy moly. <laughs> now that is, you can take that to the bank. Being like, like, <laughs> if, like when I did lighting design for a show, trying mm-hmm. to get actors in certain positions to stand where they have to stand. And My character would that. never do that. Yeah, it's like, that's not what it's about. Just stand there so I can see what your skin color looks like under this red. Like, cut the crap. You know? Ugh, man. Anyway, why? All right, so... That's my experience. That's your wow. I like theater, but and I love it's the fun. creativity of it and things like that. I think I I think I'm a little spoiled because or not spoiled, but I'm a little more attuned to improv theater because improv theater is very low stakes and it's just about I would you. love to do lighting for improv theater. Yeah, it's super fun. Mm. Yeah, 
and like you're just it's just you on stage being silly with your friends like you get to you get at its best it's just you and your friends hanging out making each other laugh yeah like doing scenes having fun and there's no like if a scene is bad your partner will just come in and be like change the scene right and you can do whatever you want there's no limits your own limit is your imagination like it's it's so beautiful and the problem i have with with scripted theater is that if you want to take something in a different direction or, or feel spontaneous i feel like sometimes you're told no 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 don't do that don't make that choice and it's it's all what the director wants yeah and so it depends on who your director is like how you get along with them and how you both respond to the text there are sometimes they'll take it in direction and you'll be like why are you doing it this way yeah and it's really it's it's it i i mean i don't know it's the whole theater for me yeah like what i think of it is is just you're playing you're playing pretend you're that's exactly what it is yeah and so it should be fun you should Stop taking it so seriously. Yeah, exactly. And people yeah. like take it like really seriously. And they get so like really bent out of shape about it. And yep. it's like the whole point of the text is to access human emotion and to access fun situations and characters mm-hmm. and to cre- create what you want in between the lines. And to it's, it's a ramping up to a reality, to an, uh, a truth. And if you can't, if you don't have like, if you're not jazzed up to get to that, and explore that with other people. Like, I always get so weirded out when people are like, like, well, you know, it's just acting. You know, you're just like going up and saying in line. And it's like, no, you're doing something fun. It's you're doing like, something cool. If you read a book and you read the character in your head. Mm. And you really connect with that character. And you get to, you get to create that character yeah. in your head. You get to do that, but in real life. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You're bringing it out. You're like, this is what I saw in my head. Yeah. And I thought this was cool, and so I hope you think it's cool too. That's what it is. At the, you know, it's most simple, and I think that's so fun. And when people are like, like, no, you just got to, you know, you got to, like, I don't even know what they say, but it's just like there's this whole really sick attitude of people who are. <laughs> we're just so sounds like you've had some bad experiences Colin. i have had some bad experiences and it's the problem is that it's always the you have want to be with cool people when when you're doing theater with cool people it's so fun yeah it's like the most fun because you're just like you're getting to play pretend but on an adult level on a professional level yeah, like yeah. it's so like what like it's so crazy to think about how fun that is but when you're mm-hmm. with when when you're with like jerks and freaking like dummies drama queens dr- drama queens kings or whatever you kings call them. and it's so funny because it's like they're it's i'm like what are you doing what are you what are you what are you doing yeah i don't yeah. understand what the point is so another fun. another thing that get grinds my gears about theater and i found this happen at my college because when i was at university we did one musical a, a year mm-hmm. and we did another main stage play a year mm-hmm and people didn't really come see them because oh, the directors who chose it cycled through. We had three directors who mm-hmm. picked, you know, and they switched off which ones they got. So one would get a musical one year, and the other one would get a musical the next year. They would pick plays that no one, the artsy plays. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like no one wants to see like very niche. Ones. Yeah, like what is the like assassins? Assassins. It's about. It's about uh, an assassin. The assassinations of all the presidents over the years, and oh. they kind of meet up in like a afterlife. 
And oh. it's like it's it's uh Sodheim. It's Sondheim? a Sodheim. Sondheim. Oh Steven Sodheim? Which I hate. You don't like Steven Sodheim? No, I hate what it. What else did you do? Uh he's done Three Penny Opera. Mm. He's done uh Sweeney Todd. Oh yeah, Sweet Todd. Which is not a bad play. I, I like actually Sweeney like Sweeney Todd. Todd. But yeah. his music annoys me. I don't like how he writes his music. But it's Assassin's like, not a musical. Assassin's is a musical. It is a musical? It's horrible. Oh, it was wow. terrible. And no one liked it. And it's super vulgar and it's violent. And mm. it's just like, it's like, ooh, edgy. And, you know, <laughs> we're using actual live guns on stage with blanks. Oh, no. And there's like real language and, and racial slurs. And it's just like, why are you doing this? Like, do Oklahoma. People will go <laughs> and people <laughs> will like to come see that, you know? Like, it'll That's do funny. well and it's fun and happy. Like, you can do serious plays, but mm-hmm. like, don't pick something that people are going to be like, I don't want to see that. Like we did Young Frankenstein, the musical. Oh, that's and fun. that was sold that's out. And we had I, of all my years there, we had never sold out a single show except for that one because wow. people were excited to see it. Yeah, they had they fun jazzed. with it, yeah. and it was good music. It was good production, and we everybody had fun. That's fun. That's really cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's my point. So it's just like stop picking. I found this happen. This happened in high school too. Where my director would sometimes pick stuff that no one liked or wanted to see, mm-hmm. and those were the ones that people weren't passionate about. Mm-hmm. The actors weren't passionate about it. The designers weren't passionate about it, and the people coming to see it weren't passionate about it. So you get bad responses, and it's boring and forgettable. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why did you? The ones I remember most from high school is when we did Sweeney Todd. Oh yeah, that's kind you of fun. Know? And we did uh, Bye Bye Birdie and things like that. Oh, yeah. We did Bye Bye Birdie, yeah, too. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's exciting. It's You remember the music. They're classics. I did, I did the, the video. We had, like, a video segment for it where it had to do, like, a, we did a giant projector, and it was a, screw, a train. <laughs> it was a weird thing. A train coming into a station and a train pulling out. And then I did all, like, the act one, act two. I was sitting, like, here's the stage. Here's the projector. Here's the audience. There's, like, this weird area behind the stage behind the projector and i'm sitting in a crow's nest with a computer and a projector doing the slides and doing the clips it was a cool experience yeah and then when i did rent i did like the video for rent the mark's film at the end i like shot and edited it and i but i was sitting in the other side of the theater for that one we were projecting it like front wise versus back yeah it's cool now i'm not saying don't take chances and do something just don't always do the generic like Fun, happy musicals. Yeah. yeah, take risks, but not all the time, and don't yeah. be snobby about it. That's a big thing. Like I was like, why don't we do plays like that? And people would be like, why would we ever do Oklahoma? It's like, what's <laughs> why wrong with that? Would we ever it's a do fine Oklahoma. play. It's whatever. I've never even. I don't like Oklahoma. I don't think it exists. <laughs> that Connor, that's very accurate. <laughs> I don't think it exists. I think that it's it's a lie made up by the government to sell cheese. To sell you might cheese be, you and might crackers. Be right about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, that's another thing I have an issue with. Mm. That's fair. Yeah, I just it's it should be fun. It should be fun. It should be like a fun time. That's why I like Shakespeare a lot because to me Shakespeare is somebody who's just like wants you to have a good time and wants you like even his tragedies and really intense stuff is silly. And like he just wants you to have fun, and I think like see that's the problem. I think the reason why I don't like Shakespeare is because they don't I've, teach him that way. They've never been taught that way. It's awful. Shakespeare's it's so not sad. fun. I you say fun and Shakespeare in the same sentence. I'm like, ugh, no. Yeah, I'm people sure. teachers are like, now we're gonna read this part, and you're like, oh god, kill me. Yeah, this is awful. Yeah, it's so sad. It's so sad. I also think he's a fraud. So 
He's a friend. You think it's the Earl of Oxford? Yeah. That's fair. It is fair. How could he do it? 36 plays? No one can do it. No, he stole from that other guy who died oh, really young. Oh, he stole from everybody. Yeah, Christopher Marlowe. Mm-hmm. He definitely stole from Christopher Marlowe. Yeah. But I think, like, if you're going to steal... I feel like it's. I feel like all artists, all good artists, steal, and it just depends on how good you do it. I think he did a he did a good job. He's still, taking this long for people to realize it, but it's, <laughs> they're realizing it. He's still he's still from Christopher Marlowe. You know, Christopher Marlowe was a spy for the government. Really? Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. He was a spy. He what was, a dude! What a dude! <laughs> he was he was fucking sick, man. Yeah, dude. He get he he, he dies. I want to say at the age of. Oh 20, shit! It's like twenty something, right? Yeah, twenty something. Like, yeah. and he gets stabbed in the eye at a bar. Oh. And people are like it's assassinated. A... Yeah, he got assassinated. Even better. <laughs> I mean, who cares about Shakespeare? What did he do? Die in his bed? <laughs> he died. He died just of old age. You know, he... Shakespeare was a shrewd businessman. He like invested in property. He was. He made. He made bank. He was Ooh, cool. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> you know. He get stabbed in the eye though <laughs> for being a stabbed spy. in the eye. <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. That's awesome. That Marlowe life. <laughs> Why aren't there any movies about Marlowe? That's a great question. Why are there no? He, he's been overshadowed by Shakespeare. Connor, write a script. Marlowe screenplay. I you don't know enough it. about him, do you? Though I know a, a little bit. That's a lot of serious like history. That's a lot of to, serious history. To cycle through. I wanted to do a Marlowe thing where it's like, it's 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 uh, him spying on a teacher in Germany, who's trying to summon the devil. Is that a true story? No, that's oh. that's that's just a that's just him being a spy combined with his play Faust, Doctor Faustus, which okay. is about a teacher in Germany who summons Mephistopheles. And I was like, you could do the thing where you, they get inspiration by doing it for okay. your life, and I think that'd be fun. You ever seen uh, Amadeus? Oh, Amadeus Salieri, right? Yeah, I've not seen it, but I've read the script for it. Con, that's a great movie. You should watch that. I movie. feel like that's really good. That's Who directed really it? Good it's, that's a good director. It's I don't know. Oh man, I uh, forget his name. It's someone pretty big too. I'm looking it up right now. I want to say it's like Peter or like something. How do you spell Amadeus? A M A D E U S, I think. Yep, there it is. Uh. It's Milo Foreman or Mi- Milos oh, Foreman. I, Mi- d- I did not know that. <laughs> I always thought for some That's reason I, th- read, I can't read that. Milos, yeah, Milos Mi- Foreman. Milos yeah, Foreman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies. I've heard really good things about I it. I think I get yep five stars. Five stars. Five out of five for me. Five stars. Uh, I always you know that eighties song Amadeus. It was in the Adventureland movie. No. I always thought that song was in that movie for some reason. But in Amadeus? I always thought that 80s song came out and it was came out at the same time as the movie to advertise the movie. I thought it was a tie-in I think song. that Amadeus movie, did it come out in the 80s? I think so. It feels like an 80s movie. I think it might be a 90s movie, Connor. Oh, I, I, 89. Well, there was, a, there was a 90s movie that oh, came out in the 80s. Oh, 1984. I'm totally wrong. Oh, thank God. You're right. I was, was about to, yeah, I was about to be so embarrassed. It's a long movie. It's 160 minutes, but it's really good. Uh, yeah. It's on Netflix, I think. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. shit. All right. You should do it. I'm going to pop it I up. I love that movie. That's a movie I've watched multiple times. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. That's fun. And I'm not usually a period piece guy. Right, right, right. That movie is just something it's about good. it. Salieri. It's really funny. What's that line he says where he's like, doesn't Salieri have a famous line where he's like, I remember. it was beautiful. He starts crying when he hears Amadeus playing or something. Because he's like, he's like the narrator, right? He's the one who, 
Yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's like jealous there. of yeah. Amadeus. Yeah. yeah, I love that stuff. It's great. Yeah. That's a fantastic. You'd love that movie, Connor. I know. You need I to should watch, watch it. it. <laughs> it's no Black Panther, but you're gonna love it. Anything else you want to discuss about theater? Oh, All right, so how how much theater have you seen in terms of professional theater? How much theater have I seen? Yeah, have you gone to Broadway uh, or anything like that? No, I've definitely not gone to Broadway. I've gone to like I saw stuff as a kid. I usually stuff that my mom was in, and then I saw um, a couple. And by professional, I mean like like Broadway's the professional. But the I'm talking about like just like anything that's not high school or like a college. Yeah, I've seen like professional theater. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. yeah. But it's professional theater is interesting because there's so many theaters, so. As as long as it's like above community theater, I mean even community theater stuff is is professional. I've seen yeah, I feel like I see some stuff. I've seen like uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I saw this play that my English teacher wrote about Lizzie Borden that was playing in uh, something is close by. It's like not Newton, but it's like Niv Norwell. 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 Yeah. yeah, the Norwell. Public theater. Uh, yeah, I was playing there, and then I saw. I've seen like um, some Shakespeare when I was really young. I saw a, a production of Shakespeare in the Park a couple years ago. Coriolanus. Coriolanus. And I didn't understand. You ever what been was to um, Trinity Rep? No, no. What's that? Oh. Trinity Repertoire Theater. It's a. Fan, it's one of my favorite theaters. We'll have to look at it. We'll look at some plays that are playing there, and we should go yeah, see something. That'd be fun because they're great. They're great. I I've gone twice. Every 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 uh, Christmas mm-hmm. time they put on a, a production of Christmas Carol, oh. but it's different every time. In it's different every time. Their vision is different every time. Ooh, that's kind of fun. Um, one was heavily puppets. <laughs> yeah, which was a lot of fun. It wasn't like the Muppets, but there were puppets in it. And another one was like really serious and dark. I've seen it twice mm. now. And both times it's been completely different. That's pretty fun. I yeah. like that. It's it's yeah, it's really good. Um, and they do they do some good stuff. Uh, I saw a farce mm. play. I can't remember what it was called. The Madam in the Flea. No, mm. it's, it's something farce. It had farce in the name. Oh, just farce. Yeah. But it was really funny, and it was mm. they're really good there. They're real professional. It's a cool theater. And it's a cool area. I have never heard of it. That's Trinity cool. Repertoire. Trinity Repertoire. Not sponsored by Trinity Repertoire Theater, but they're great. Um, so, of all the professional theaters you've or plays that you've seen, what would you say is your favorite play, and wh- what production? Man, um, would it be? I think, and it's rough because I don't really remember it. But there's two that stick out in my mind, and just the this is just for nostalgia reasons only. That's is, a valid reason, though. Is I saw um, both had my mom in them. Uh-huh. One was a Shakespeare, uh, I think it was Shakespeare in the Woods, and it was Much Ado About Nothing, and you you just go into the woods, and they're like, the stage is like, it was like outside, it was a beautiful night, and... Was it immersive? It was, it was kind of immersive, like everything was on stage, but the audience was like a Greek theater seating, but it was intimate, Okay. so you were very close to the action on stage, Okay. and just like... The weather was super nice and beautiful, and it was nighttime, and they just did this really funny play that I was a kid, so I couldn't really understand it, but I could understand, like, that everybody loved each other and was, like, very, like, flirty with each other, and I was like, oh, this is super cute, this is super fun. Um, 
And then the other thing I saw was my mom did a production of an improvised Scooby-Doo play called Jinkies. Oh, and interesting. She, yeah, it was really wow. cool. Uh, she she played like the villain who is one of the two villains who gets unmasked at the end. She was like a fortune teller. Yeah. And I was like, it was super funny and like awesome. And I was just like, these people are so cool. And it was, it was, I, I don't remember too much about it, but I remember it being like really fun. Yeah. Like, I was like, this yeah. is cool. It wasn't like... It was it was almost one of those things that's like an adult thing, you know. And I was like, "This is awesome." It was very modern. It was very hip. I was I was in love with yeah. it. Yeah, you should see more plays like in uh, Boston and things like that. Yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah I should go. There's some good stuff. I'm excited they're doing Richard the Third this summer for Shakespeare in the Park. So I'm like, Richard the Third. Richard the Third is about a serial killer. I'm so happy. <laughs> He's murdering all these when people. When did they start that? The I think like July, yeah. mid July, oh, cool. or so. I probably wouldn't go, but you know, maybe I would. Yeah, come maybe see I wouldn't. it. It's it's a fun one. Yeah, it's a fun one. I've seen a couple of shows uh, on Broadway. Oh yeah, what do you um, see? I've seen Evita, which I hated. Oh yeah, is that the Madonna one? I think she, or did she just play her. I think in that's movie. a no. It's not a Sodheim. It's an opera. It's an opera. It's just boring. Just non-stop singing. No, mm-hmm. there's no ending, and it's just I almost fell asleep. I feel bad. It was a really cool production, but it was boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Newsies. Newsies on its first bout on Broadway, mm-hmm. or its its reboot bout, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that. It's just like it's that's a really safe musical, right? And by that I mean like it's got it's, like, it's got the beats, yeah. you know. It knows what to hit. It's like a Disney thing. That's true. That's yeah. true. That was a cool production. My favorite one, as you know, is Once. Yeah, Once. I saw the original production of Once. I saw it uh, when I first saw it. It was. What's, what's the word pre-broadway it was uh off broadway yeah, like yeah. it was a, it was a week before going on broadway you saw it early i saw it was... front row do you remember what theater it was at no oh. well it was this, it was the same theater that's always in a new york oh it was just before it was like released as broadway it was mm-hmm. like a before it was like big lights i've seen it three times now oh nice i saw it twice on broadway in new york and then once in boston mm-hmm. two years ago well, that's cool it's something about it I love. And I think what I like about it is that it's a musical without being a musical. Right. Yeah, yeah. It kind of like... It's got music in it, yeah. but it's music because they're street performers. And that's right. the only music, really. There's a it's couple... So the music is motivated. Yeah. By, yeah. yeah. And it has. it's not like them singing about what they're doing. It's just right. songs. They sing songs. Is it like a jukebox musical a little bit? What do you mean by that? Like a jukebox musical like across the universe, right? Where you have like regular songs and then the musical is staged around the songs but it's, i guess it's not even that no it's not that these yeah. it's about musicians they play actual instruments on stage wow. yeah that's cool yeah. that's i'm trying to think that i don't know the pre- if, if it comes to boston connor we should go see yeah, it yeah that'd be fun i would see it again and i think you would really like it i think you'd really like I know it. that one song from the um Oscars. yeah that's one of my favorites oh Crushed the water bottle too early. That was so loud. What are you doing? <laughs> we just lost half our viewership. Oh my gosh. <laughs> got scared. All two people. All two people. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, I've seen some. I've seen a lot of shows. I just, but I think that one stands out to me the most. And mm. I would love to be a part of a production of once. Yeah. So much fun. Dude, that'd be that'd be sick. That'd yeah. be sick. Right. Ah, that'd be freaking sick. <laughs> sick. Bro. All right. What else you got? Um. I want to talk about freaking, you know. I had a really cool idea. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Imagine John Wick, mm-hmm. but the villain, but like it's a, a John Wick is the bad guy, mm-hmm. and he succeeds. John Wick is the bad so, guy. So okay. imagine, imagine this, right? I had mm-hmm. an idea for a film where it's this like CIA, CIA group or whatever, mm-hmm. and one guy's a target. And the bad guy is like a John Wick. And right. Everybody's terrified of him. And the whole movie is him just winning. Not he's like just he's killing completely people. unstoppable. Until the very end, he finally gets to the guy mm-hmm. that he's after, who is the good guy of the movie, right. and he kills him. And then he leaves. And that's oh movie. wow. So he just wins in the end. Yeah, he just wins. He's just oh. unstoppable. I really like that idea. I was kind of inspired by Thanos just being in this unstoppable force. This huge, yeah. And then I was like, how cool would it be if it was just John Wick? <laughs> <laughs> just John Wick, but he's the bad guy instead. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun subversion of the, of the. What 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 do you think genre would that fall under? Do you think? Probably like a spy thriller. Sp- a spy thriller. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, usually spy thrillers are more like, they're like, kind of it's like a chess game, like checkmate. But this guy's literally like, like every move is like, I win, I win, I win yeah. every time. Yeah, and like the 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 good guys are like completely like. How does he... They don't know how to, like, t- handle this. How does he know that he... Like, how does he... Like, what's... Uh, how is he so good at, like, he's winning? Just, he's just an assassin, I think. He's, he's just... just he's like John he's Wick, like but he's the just, best assassin. He's just the best assassin. Wow. Like, they hear that this guy's coming after this this other guy, and they're like... Do people know? They're like, oh, this guy's dead. Yeah, he's, he's like, you're going to die, but we'll do we'll do our best to protect you. He's Why coming for you. trying it? to protect him? They should... If they were smart, they'd be like, you... You're on your own, man. Because it's like the CIA or the, N- they're trying, the NSA, they're and they're it. like, yeah, they're trying to like they're good guys, you know. They're not going to let people. They're not going to let a guy die. Are they? Are they doing a situation where they're witness protecting him, or is he like in the building, the main building? And they're like, you're going to be fine at the office. Well, like, I think it would be a series of different places. They have to keep moving oh, him around, and then in the final showdown, it would be him in a building mm-hmm. with like, like the CIA gets like an army of guys, mm-hmm. and I have this idea for a last shot. Where it's kind of like an over-the-shoulder mm-hmm. one take of the John Wick bad guy. Oh, oh over and, the shoulder. Yeah, over the shoulder. Oh, like, not cool. like, like distance enough, you know, where mm-hmm. it's not like completely there. But it's just like it follows, like, it's just like a cameraman following mm-hmm. him. And it just goes, and he just takes out, like, at least 30 guys. It's the and ultimate he, hallway scene. But it's awesome, though, because he gets hit a couple times, but he Ooh. keeps going. That he sounds like a monster. Like he hides behind a tree, but the tree's not big enough, so he like gets hit in the shoulder, and then he just keeps <laughs> he, he keeps going. They can't see. And me. I had this really cool idea where he would like be. He has a rifle, mm-hmm. obviously. And he's taking fire, and like right guns get hot when you shoot them. Right. And I like the idea of a guy trying to approach him, and he like he kind of takes the barrel of the gun and burns the dude on the neck with it or something. Oh. yeah, it's a cool Ooh. idea. Yeah, that's fun. This all came to me like in like uh, I was just like at work and I was daydreaming about this awesome. You're scene. Like, what if I did this? Was, like, oh, so cool. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my movie idea of the week. I like that. That's I would watch that. Yeah, yeah. And in the end, he gets into the room, shoots the guy, kills him. And everyone, everyone's like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> he and just, then he, he and then he gets him? away. <laughs> and then so the end, like the whole movie, you're like, we they're they. Uh-oh. Something just fell. Um, the whole movie, you're like, you're, you're expecting the obviously the good guys are going to protect this guy. Right. They're good. And you set win. that you you try to set that up of like the good guys have a chance, like yeah. they could win. Yeah, and it wouldn't be a movie that follows the bad guy only. It would be mm-hmm. probably more like a movie that you'd expect. Right. Oh, so it's more of like when he shows up, you're like, this is weird. It's like another movie attacking the main movie. Yeah. Like you're like totally. You're like, what is happening here? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. That's fun. That's always cool, fun. Yeah. yeah. I always like a good subversion. 
you know, character motivated subversions, always fun. Mm-hmm. Always fun. So the whole time you're expecting the good guys to eventually come out and win, and then yeah. all of a sudden they don't. Yeah, right? It's like, oh my god. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's it. Freaking Bolivian army ending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> taking people out. Like, really awesome stuff. Yeah. I like that. I wish um, I had the power to make movies. Just snap my fingers and then... Snap your fingers. How many ideas do you have that you just could... Just... I know. I know. I, I, know. I have so many that I want to do. Oh, God. There's too many. There's that too many. That wicked loud. But I think that's the fun of writing is you is you do get to at, at least in writing you get to make it you know when you write yeah. something you get to I'm take not a good enough writer hand. though I I think I think you I think that you can be I think you could do it See I'm I I have the ideas but I'm not good at writing action because mm-hmm. I repeat myself a lot so I don't know how to write action I I mean I could have I should take like a screenwriting class but mm-hmm. I don't have the time or the temperament to do something like that Do either. you ever read screenplays? No. You should. I'd rather watch them. <laughs> that's fair that's fair well you should read screenplays of your favorite movies and then see how they they wrote it and then you can be like okay so i almost did, did that for drive i almost read the screenplay for yeah drive. this uh what is it hossein amini sure who wrote that i i know about drive i wouldn't know it's really hot in here again are you sweating yeah. i'm i'm also i'm sweating yeah i'm sweating I'm pretty i'm pretty uh damp pretty damp damp <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty damp what else you got for me connor I want to talk about Game of Thrones. All right, yeah, let's do a quick Game of Thrones. Con. I want to talk about you, your, where you're at in the series and your favorite moments. It's been so long. It's been so long. So I've only read up to half of the fourth book. Mm-hmm. Feast of Crows. Yes, Feast. I've read half of it. Okay. I don't remember where I stopped. That's that's the one where everybody... Uh, What's the like, big event that happens in the middle there of that one? Is it the Purple Wedding that happens? Oh, no, that's the third book. It's the third book. No, the thir- the Red the f- Wedding's the third book. It's both. Both of them happened? But in I don't the, remember. The third season, in the, the show is different, because the, the, the show splits up the third book into two separate that's seasons. Right. That's so they do the Red Wedding in the third season, and they do the Purple Wedding in the fir- okay. fourth season. But it's still the same then book. Maybe I've read, maybe not half the fourth, but I read the beginning of it at least. A Storm of Swords. Yes. The th- or the fourth book. A Feast of Crows. Yes. Because the Feast of Crows is the one that's like takes place in the southern half of the kingdom. That's right. So it's yeah, it's okay. like all the southern characters. Yeah, and I I got kind of bored with that. Right. Yeah. Because it's introducing so many new characters and like, it's funny that book really is more of a better. Re- it's so funny too because I feel like Feast and Dance are are more the we- are very well written, but they're not as actiony as the first three, right. because. Those books are more fun after you've already read them because the end of each book has these really amazing reveals, and then you can go back and be like, "Oh, cool, cool, cool!" They set this up. Yeah. yeah. And feast and dance are happening at the same time, so like you appreciate them more after having read both. Like in feast, you find out like there's like a character they say is dead, and then you're like, "Oh no, they're alive in this book," and mm-hmm. then you see why they're saying that in the in the in the fourth book. Um, because you had to separate them. North and South. Yeah, so I haven't read past that. I'm not a big reader, so... You're not a big reader? No, I don't read often. You're not a big reader? Um, and then, in terms of the... I mean, in terms of the show, I don't... I, I, you stopped the fourth season or fifth season? Fifth, maybe? Fifth, mm. fifth season was, the I think, the weakest of the, the bunch. I just don't want to continue, because it's not what happens. It's, oh. like, it's, like a, it's like a what if story, and it just feels weird to me. Right. It's just some fun episodes. There's some fun stuff, you know. 
If if you can divorce it from the books, it's t- completely enjoyable. But isn't it like? Is, aren't you like? Aren't you like disappointed? It, a little bit because but, it started but off. It that me, show started off so strong. It did. It was so yeah. like it was so. It was the books. It was yeah. like because when you when you see an adaptation, you're like, I love this part of this book. I can't wait to see it live yeah. on screen with with actors and characters who play the parts really well, and then now it's not that anymore. Not something different. Something else. And I think that that was the kind of the growing pains of the fifth season. But to that end, it's honestly made me more excited for the books because I'm like, how are the books going to deal with this? Because not only are the books going to do either something totally different or similar to what they did, they're going to do it in a much... Like, the books are just better than the show. Like, just in my opinion, I think they're a lot better. And so I'm just so excited because I'm like, if I really liked a moment in the show, I'm going to like it even more in the books or be even more intrigued if it's a different situation. I'm going to be like, oh, that's cool. It's like a whole different thing. Like, it's just got to be so much more, like, jazzed about it. You know, it's like uh, it's like appetizer for the books, if you will. Yeah, well, mm. and the sixth season is really fun. The sixth and seventh season have really fun. I've been episodes. thinking about just watching them. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Like, who cares? It's a good time. Fifth season is the weakest of the seasons. It's I'm pretty awful. confident in the fact that those books are never going to be finished. I yeah, I'm, I've definitely come around to that. I think Winds of I think we'll get Winds of Winter. I, th- I, if, I if, and if it's not finished, it won't be finished by him. Yeah, they might have a Brandon Sanderson type guy come in and write. Have you read Mistborn? He does those Mistborn books that no. people like. I I read the first one. It was kind of good. It was good. It was like a magic heist. Magic heist. What if? Wait. So olden times, they got a little magic spells. It's a heist. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of soured on it. Like mm. I like when people. Do you have any favorite characters? Yeah, I mean Tyrion was a favorite. Um, Tyrion's great. I really liked. The I, fifth book is awesome for Tyrion. Yeah. The fifth book is awesome for Tyrion because of like what happens in the. In the show. Yeah. See, I, I started with the show and then I went to the books. And if there are characters that I liked more in the books that I liked in the show. And there are characters I liked in the show more. Like Marjorie, I think, Ooh. is much better in the show than she is in the books. I oh, yeah. In the books, she's she, kind of like a throwaway she's, Yeah, she's a throwaway character. Yeah. But in the show, she's like this maniacal. Like She's yeah. awesome. She does some really cool She's stuff. way more compelling. Yeah. In, in the books, she's kind of... You never know how much she's like like a player in the game but the show is very much like no she's playing the game of thrones yeah and she's i like that i thought she was so cool she was really compelling oh my god you ah oh, you love the show the the sixth and seventh season do so much cool stuff with her character yeah oh man how many are you spoiled by anything do you want to know any big spoilers i know a couple of things i mean i know that that john snow and and uh mm. danny are like sucking face <laughs> among, among other things um <laughs> I know that people are upset about how fast Jon Snow can travel across Westeros. Yeah, every everybody's <laughs> traveling like that. It's yeah, like, it's because the the writers are like, ah, we don't have time for this. We don't, we don't have time for. It used to take whole years. Does it feel <laughs> different though? Like, I feel like it must feel different than what the first season, second different. season felt like. Yeah, it definitely feels different. It's slow paced, real. Everything's happening quick. Realistic, like this is act. This could have actually happened in in the past. Right, and now it's like right. this, this like World of Warcraft fantasy series. Yeah, you know? it's it's getting more like, uh, you know, fantasy epic, fantasy epic. Yeah, than like the scale is changing. Yeah, medieval political. Right, because they're abandoning a lot of the politics because of the 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 bigger threat of the of the others. Yeah. Which, by the way. I always thought the others was kind of a silly name. They don't call them the others. They call them the White Walkers. Oh, I think the in the book they call them the others. I don't remember that. 
It's yeah, it's from Lost too. I also think White Walkers is silly. I think the, uh, they call. I want them to have a cooler name than that. <laughs> Just sounds like you're Walking Dead. Ice Boys. Ice Boys. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice Boys. <laughs> Do you remember when Spencer would talk about the Vanilla Ice movie? Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Never seen the Vanilla Ice movie. Oh yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'm thinking about maybe I'll go back and watch it. It's fun. I just, so, see, at this six point, and seven I don't fun. even know if those books are ever going to be finished. And if they are, I probably, it's going to take me forever to read them because I don't mm. read books. And those books are complicated. The book for it's I very have, unforgiving. I have ADD when it comes to books. Like, I'll be read. I think I've told you this, where mm. I'll read, even if it's compelling and I'm enjoying it, I'll read a page and my mind will be thinking of other things and I'll read yeah, the words but none of them too. none of them will say And then you're like shit head. I have to reread this page yeah. again and it's just like oh god what the hell did I just read <laughs> and I'll lose my place it's just I don't I I and I don't read often like before I go to bed mm-hmm. I like to watch things mm-hmm. it gets me sleepy and like you know when I'm traveling I listen to podcasts and sometimes mm-hmm. I'll read on the train I'll, I'm like I'm reading Jordan Peterson's book and I'll, it's taken me a long time to even read that mm-hmm. cuz I'm not a fast reader you take your time. I take my time. Yeah. And so, like... Do you retain everything you read? Like, yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But it's just... I mean, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, over time, obviously, it flutters away. But so with the Game of Thrones books, like, yeah, I know I should read them, but yeah, I'll catch up, but I'm not done. This mm-hmm. I have to wait now for more. And so, like, to me, it's like, why would I even... Why it's going to take me so long. It's, just, <laughs> it's a slog. Yeah. Until, unless you're really excited about it. Yeah. It's a slog. So, I mean, and I, I, I want to read them. I'm not saying. And the, that's the thing that sucks about those uh, Game of Thrones book four and book five is the they're really fun after having already read them because then you're like, oh, this is really, like the fun is in the details. Right. And, and all this like cool stuff. I've been stuff. thinking about getting them in audio like, book form. Feast of Crows is fun because you get to see what Braun is doing in the background of scenes. Because he's a knight, and you get to see like right. how he fucks shit up now that Tyrion is has left for Essos. He leaves with Varys yeah. at the end of the fourth season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's like the last thing I saw. He was in Varys is not with Tyrion in the books. Varys is like hiding in the castle. Yeah, and like when he reveals himself, is like, whoa, holy shit! That's a really holy shit moment. Oh, mm. it's so cool! It's so cool! The books are so cool. When you after you've read them, <laughs> after you've read them, you're like these are fucking great. Yeah, I'm. I've I've had thoughts because I'm I'm so into podcasts now, and I like listen. I just like to sit and listen mm-hmm. to things. Audiobook. I'm thinking about audiobooks. Fucking yeah. Roy Detrice. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about it, but I don't know where to get them that isn't like sixty dollars. I think there's like the YouTube, but there's they uploaded them all to YouTube. I think you can listen to them there or, or rip them off YouTube. Oh boy, can you say that? <laughs> I'm sure I can find them somewhere. Find them somewhere legally. Yep. Or audible.com. Everybody, every YouTuber is always talking about it. free trial, audible.com. Yeah, free trials. Yeah, you can download <laughs> one book and you don't have to return it after I cancel my free trial. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've been thinking about it, but who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll see. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just in no rush because the next books aren't going to come out for another 25 years. Oh, yeah, that's true. So it's like, why am I bothered to catch up on this? That's fair. I think a lot of fans feel that way. There, I remember reading this one guy was talking about, like, he's like, when I remember reading the books as a kid, because like, they've been going since, like, the 90s. 93, I think, is the first one came yeah. out. Yeah. Like, it's like 93 or 94. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, uh, I read them as a kid, and George R. R. Martin, like, he had the chance to be one of my... It was heartbreaking, because he's like, George R. R. Martin had the chance to become one of my favorite writers of all 
time, but he just didn't care enough to get it out quickly enough. And it's like, it's like, that's so, that's kind of heartbreaking. It must be even more frustrating now because now he's doing other projects. And yeah, like, you could oh be God. doing this. They're doing the spinoff show for HBO, The Age yeah. of Heroes, yeah. which I'm excited about because I like the Game of Thrones world. I like The Age of Heroes. It's that's really cool. okay with me. I'm okay. I might, I might enjoy that and watch that because now yeah, it's be not what it could have been. It's something it's just what new. It is. Yeah. yeah. And it's the woman who wrote a X-Men First Class and Kick-Ass. Yeah. If and they write stuff. good yeah. stuff and good characters in the world, fun. That's, that's exciting. Yeah, that's fun. There's so many cool characters in The Age of Heroes. There's like Land the Clever, who's kind of like a Loki type. There's like all these fun knights. There's so many cool characters that they yeah. always reference. But George R. R. Martin should focus on his actual books. He should focus on the books. I'm curious. Is like I think he's just. I have he feeling care. he's just content of where he's at now. <laughs> I'm famous. He's famous. He's rich. His stories are being made, and he probably didn't even know how to end them. So he's like, "Ah, eh, we'll just let them do it for me. <laughs> we'll let them do it." Well, I think he knows. I think he knows where he wants the characters to go because I was reading the first book, and there's the the. Uh, you know what happens to Bran, right? Because you watched all the way through the fourth season. Yes. What's the last thing you remember about Bran? He is talking to like some wood, woodland, woodland, yeah. woodland people. Yep. He's talking to the three-eyed uh, uh, raven who can see the past through the weirwood tree faces. Right, that's right. That's and right. so he's going to learn to do that from him. And in the first book, there's chapters where Bran is like looking at the weirwood in Winterfell, and he's like, I am scared around the weirwood. And then he falls and then has his dream of the crow picking out his head. And then he's like, I'm fine hanging out with the Weirwood now. And then it's like, oh my God, George knows that Bran is going to like be a tree. Do you think (laughs) he knows that? Or do you think he went back and was like, I could just use this? Maybe. I mean, that's, that, that would, that either way is, is like kudos to him on like, like, I think it's more impressive if he hadn't planned it out. And then he goes back and he's like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool detail. That's like. That's somebody who really cares about the work. But, I mean, also it is cool if you just knew, like, I'm going to turn this little kid into a tree. <laughs> what a weird thing to do. What a weird thing to do. Yeah. But it's fun that he just knows that. I always felt like Bran's character is bland. Bland is Bran bland. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> At least the way he's portrayed in the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the problem is uninterested in everything. Is Bran is, like, eight years old. Eight or nine. And so... He's not, he's not, everyone else is in the Game of Thrones, like making moves and doing stuff. And he's just like, he's off on his own. He's, I mean, he has a lot of resentment about that because like everybody's off in wars fighting and like doing sh- stuff. He wanted to be a knight. He wanted to meet, it's so funny in the books, he wanted to meet Barristan Selmy. And then he ends up meeting another member of the Kingsguard, Jamie Lannister, who pushes him out a window. So it's like, don't meet your heroes. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> yeah, they'll push you out a window. Yeah, yeah. But he wanted to do so much, and then he's just like, he has to be, it's he's very tragic. You know, he gets crippled at an early age, and he thinks of, of himself as broken and crippled. And like, you know, but the old man's like, you, you will never walk again, Brandon Stark, but you will fly. And you're like, oh, all right. That's better. <laughs> I'll take that. I thought that meant he was going to fly on a dragon or something. I think that I think that's what because you know how he can warg into like his summer. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's going to do with the dragon. He just wargs in the dragon. The dragon picks him up with their mouth, puts him on his back, and so there you go. Maybe he gets a little seat made. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. So, I feel like there's a lot of fun payoffs coming, especially in the books. We'll see. It has one last season, right? Yeah, one more season. Yeah, it comes out in 2019. Pretty close, yeah. It should, it should. I mean, following 
because the last... they skipped a season. They skipped a year, right? They I think jumped. they did. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Last season came out in 2017. I think yeah, 2019 is when yeah. the next one comes out. But last season, yeah, it did come out. <laughs> Probably April. I think April 2019. That sounds fair. So it's yeah. about a year from now. Yeah, a little less. Yeah, very excited. Maybe I'll catch up. And Westworld's kind of taken. I have to watch Westworld. Yeah, I it's really, really good. Really good. Really good. Yeah. Bon. Good bon. character stuff. Good character. Really, it's all character. All character. Very. That's what I like, man. Yeah. I love. I yeah. don't care about action anymore. And it's like there's... I like action. Or, no character stuff. Yeah. Character stuff is the most fun. It's great when yeah. there's good character moments. Man. Man. Mm. I was watching Iron Man two today. Oh yeah. It was yeah? on TV for a minute, uh, in between World Cup games, and I was like. God, I see why people don't like Tony Stark, mm-hmm. but to me that makes him so much more interesting. Because he's unlikable. Because yeah. he's unlikable, and now he's a hero. Like in 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 Infinity War, I he read this arc. thing on Reddit where like there was an idea where someone came up with where they were like, "There was an idea." There was an idea. <laughs> no, okay. Deal. So what the Reddit post was, and I I'm, I don't want to like I want to give that person credit mm-hmm. because it wasn't me who came up with this idea. Mm-hmm. The fact that when he was like, "We shouldn't go to Earth. We should go to Titan." Mm. Tony did not know that Titan was a dead planet. For all he knew, there was a bunch, like a million Titans on that planet who were going to try and kill him. Oh. Or he would have to kill innocent people. Right. You know, he had no idea. All he knew is that he didn't want to go back to Earth and risk people's lives. Right. Wow. So he's, because he's worried about collateral damage. He's worried from about damage. Civil he doesn't War. want anybody to oh get hurt. Oh my God. He's all about just, he's like, I'm not going to go back. Because in Ultron, he's talking about like putting a suit of armor around the world. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm going to die here. And he's wow. ready for that. And the fact that, and then, and then they also mentioned in that post about how in the open, when, when Thanos' ship arrives on Earth, mm-hmm. he's he has two supreme sorcerers and a Hulk with him. And he's the first one out there making orders, helping people. Mm-hmm. And he's like the, he's like the front man. Yeah. And all he is is just a guy who makes iron suits. He's just kind of suit. Yeah. And he's and he's t- petrified of this whole thing and yet he's out there making sacrifices. Right, because he's what a cool Iron Man character. 3, he's like PTSD cuz yeah. like what a cool character. <laughs> and and I find it a lot more compelling mm-hmm. when Tony Stark does heroic things rather than when Someone who's like Captain strong. America yeah. does heroic things cuz of course Captain America is going to do a heroic yeah. thing. Tony Stark is awesome for doing heroic things because he doesn't need to do heroic yeah. things. He chooses and, and, to do. And he might not survive. Like sure, he yeah. Might, yeah. He chooses to do these things because yeah. he feels that he has to and that it's right and he wants to help people. What a cool thing. Of That's course cool. Captain America is going to help people. Of course Thor is going to do the heroic things. <laughs> they have the Thor. power to. Yeah. yeah. He's Thor. Well, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Captain America. He's the righteous man. That's not interesting to me. I like his character, but he's not interesting. Mm. Tony Stark is interesting. Right. Because he's, he's a little bit more complex. Yeah, he's and doing he's, such a good job for what he has, yeah. and what it's just awesome. I do like that. I do. Yeah. I do think Tony has a lot going for him. Yeah, I don't Sorry. like when people say they don't like him. It's like because he's arrogant and annoying, <laughs> and he's done a bunch of bad stuff. It's like okay, yeah, you try that. You try that. Well, that's why I like Rocket Raccoon because he's just like Rocket Raccoon's very similar. He's yeah. Oh god, I love Rocket. I love Rocket so much. He's my favorite. Which he is did, I'm he so doesn't happy. need to do anything that he does, but he yeah. does it. Yeah, and you're like, why? It's the same with Peter Quill as well. Yeah, that's true. For the most part, like he doesn't need to do that. I I love that Peter Quill messed up their whole thing during that fight People with Thanos. People hate that. They're like, oh. I love that because I'm like, that is so Peter. It's such like, a good. It's, like, it's such a real moment. Though. Yeah, it was like I was like, yes, that's that's my one of my favorite moments in the film. When he goes, when like, he when he delivers that line of it's like I had to. He's like, no, you didn't. Yeah, it's so childish. Yeah, it's a quick moment of child, and that's like, ooh, <laughs> it's so good. 
That movie's really fun. I can't wait that for movie's, it to oh, I know. come out I, digital. At first, when I saw it, I was like, man, I wish there was more character moments. But I think there were character moments. Yeah, they were masked in the epicness of it, though. Yeah. But if you go back and watch it again, which I've seen it three times, you really notice the character moments. It, yeah. It's subtle, tiny little things. I also saw another Reddit post about Marvel, which Ooh. was interesting. Ooh. The scene in Civil War where they're sitting at the table and, th- mm-hmm. and Ross is, is presenting what's the, the Sokovia Accords, mm-hmm. there's a point where it shows the front of the table and you have three characters on each side and then Tony in the back corner. Mm-hmm. You have Scarlet Witch, Vision, and Falcon on one side. Mm-hmm. You have um, what a Brody, Those characters Captain disappeared. America. Yeah, so characters disappeared on one wow. side, characters who were alive on the other, and Tony is on the side where everybody survives, but he's far away in the back corner. Whoa. Like he was in... Uh, in. Oh, yeah. He's on a different planet. Wow, that's awesome. Isn't that weird? I wonder if yeah. that was a mistake or if that was uh, if I well, was on purpose even, or not. Even if it was unintentional or on purpose, I do think that those patterns can exist. Like, if his emotional relationship to these characters can be physicalized in a room and those patterns continue into other films, who's to say that in a very meta context that couldn't happen because Tony who's, who's his well t- t- the idea of Tony and being, oh, okay, being yeah. separate from the team yeah and so if you take that idea that physical idea that he is separate and how he is even in the blocking is a separate entity then that even makes more sense of like him wanting to go like he even sends Spider-Man off when they're on the ship he's like all right bye yeah. like he is very much the idea of a solitary person like he's well, it's because he wants as little casualties as possible. Exactly, exactly. Oh, very consistent with character. That's fun. That's very serendipitous. Mm-hmm. That's very, very charming. Marvel, they're you know they're making moves. They don't have to do a lot to make you feel excited. They just have to. And it doesn't help that uh, it, it helps that, or it doesn't hurt that Robert Downey Jr.'s delivering the deliverance of these parts yeah. are just so fun. So he, fun to do. Yeah, in Civil War, when he yells, give me a break, it's like, oh, you feel that. <laughs> yeah, that scene is awesome. I always love watching that scene. Yeah. I remember in the, in the, in the comments in the, on YouTube, somebody was like, uh, like it's like, I, and so now imagine Batman v Superman having a scene like this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God. Yeah. It's so. That's what you need. It's character moments. Yeah, it's character. It's I think scene the, work. I think, scene work. Yeah, it's scene work. It's it's the Russo brothers that are strength at that, too. Yeah. There's some good scene work. Even in Winter Soldier, there's some good stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I remember Winter Soldier was one of those moments where, like, as soon as it started and you see them running around, on, and you have the whole on-your-left scene, and being like, oh, this is charming. I do. This yeah, is great. Yeah, it's charming. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see him kick a dude across, <laughs> across a, a boat. You're, you're like... like I like oh. Captain America now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I just think Joss Whedon didn't know what to do with. This. I don't even think the person who yeah. made the first Captain America Although, knew what to do with the character. Oh, uh, Joe Johnston. Yeah. Although I think I liked him more in the uh, Avengers, just because I was like, I get it. Like he's like not. He's has is totally alone, and he's like, like I just identify with the. I get that reference. Yeah. Like he's like doesn't understand what's happening. I don't really like the Captain America in Avengers, the first Avengers, because mm-hmm. I rewatched it sort of recently, and I was his like, outfit's very silly. His outfit's stupid, and he doesn't do anything in that movie. He doesn't. He makes a couple orders. He but doesn't really have an arc. He's underused. Yeah, yeah. it looks like it runs. He's on very grumpy. He's very grumpy. He's very grumpy. I always hated that Captain America, the grumpy, kind of like always knows what's right, and like like that's why I like stuff like Civil War and Winter Soldier. Conflicted Captain America is most interesting Captain America because you're like. He's make he's like really thinking about his choices and he's sticking to them and that's fun. That's fun yeah. to see. 
when he makes the emotional choice, like to protect Bucky, like, oh my God, I love the moment at the end of Civil War when they're watching the tape and he asks Steve if he knew that Bucky killed his parents. And he's like, yeah, I did. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. Captain America is like, he's well, he, he's not just like this boring well, character. that he line. Has... There's a bit of green in the blue of your eyes. Oh. That, oh, uh, yeah. A flaw. Yeah. yeah, there's a flaw. Oh, it's so good. So good. They knew what they were doing, man. Yeah. So apparently the next, I, I think he was underused in the new Avengers, which I kind of liked. Mm. Oh, that, yeah. He was the, a side Infinity character War. Infinity War. I mean, his best moment is like, <laughs> yeah, when he's, when he's holding the thing. Yeah, that was a good um, I kind of like that, though, because he's such mm. a big character, and all of a sudden... And I think he's going to have more to do in the oh, yeah, next I've, one. I've already, it's already been announced. I he love that huge, lineup. He has a huge arc. Him and Tony and Rhodey and... And Rocket. Rocket. Well, Rocket. I, I the, the the reuniting between Tony and uh, Steve is going to be like fantastic. I'm so, I'm so excited for that. I'm actually really excited for Tony and Nebula. Ooh, yeah. That's it's just them. Fun. They're yeah. the only ones left. They're cool. They're, those are cool. I like all those characters. Just the most broken beaten down characters <laughs> poor tony he, did, he tried so hard he tried so hard you're not the only one cursed with knowledge <laughs> there's a, there's a meme i love uh, that moment i do he's like you know me <laughs> i do i do oh, I can't wait to watch that movie again i know it's super i need fun. to see it in good quality what a blast. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? This There's a there's a meme on the H3 subreddit of uh, of you're not the only one cursed with knowledge. And then it's a picture in Tony's suit of Ty Lopez. <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> oh, God. Connor, we've gone about a, a little over an hour. Ooh, I think okay. we can wrap it up. Is there anything else you want to throw out there to the world? Um we haven't done five minutes of the future. I know it's because we haven't really talked about anything in the future yet. In like oh, coming properties, yeah. coming attractions. Yeah, we'll do. We'll we'll get some trailers together and then we'll do it next time. All right. Okay. Yeah, because that's where it's fun when you see really <laughs> crappy trailers and, you're and then like, you can predict. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is the fun yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> only thing we could talk about is Spider Man, the new Spider Man movie, but that's not. Spider Man, far, far away, far homecoming, far from home, far from home, far from home. And is there anything else released? Just the name. Yeah, just the name. Far from home. So far. I mean, that just makes me think he's going to be far away from New York City. So it's going to be a more international type. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal has been cast as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm hoping it's Mysterio. I think that'd be really cool. Oh, my God. Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio? Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be I so know, cool. Would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Connor, thanks for being here with me tonight. Well, thanks for having me. It's very hot up here. I'm sweating. It was better than the last time, I think. It's better than the last time, mm-hmm. yeah. Although, they didn't give you the breeze like you asked for last time. Yeah, I know. Dang it, them. <laughs> them. I gotta put the AC up here. It's really... God. It gets really hot. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. If you made it this far. If not, I hate you. <laughs> if not, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so... We'll see you next time. We'll see you when we see you. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.